a chip So say goodbye to everything you ever knew before And I'd understand if you went running at the door And I'll keep you safe And no harm will ever come to you, I swear And I'll kill if they even dare Hi, your highness. I do have your highness t-shirt on today. How are you this evening, Mr. Boots? I'm doing quite nicely. How are you? You're not oh, hungover no. anymore? I a nice long nap this afternoon. I feel like Fridays may not be the best night for yeah, us to record. we kind of overdid it last night. Every fucking Friday. We yeah, we... S- Welcome address. to Michigan Murders and Music, where we discuss murders, mayhem, more murders. Murder. And we're going to leave you with In a happy ending. In our gorgeous state. Mm. We're going to top it off a little homegrown, not weed, bitches, Mm-mm. but some homegrown Michigan music. It doesn't get better than that. How many people are from Michigan? Madonna. Some good stuff. Iggy Pop. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of Bob good stuff. Bob Seger. Red Hot Chili Eminem. Peppers. Well, at least Anthony well, Kiedis. Anthony Kiedis. Mm-hmm. Thank you for allowing us to seep into your ears. Thanks for letting us seep into your Suez Canal balls. Oh, that 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 ship getting stuck in there is it's, like the best thing I've seen like in a, a long time. I feel bad for it, but highly it's so entertaining. Fun if to you watch. Had a couple yeah. of hits of platinum vape weed. Hey, I don't know what that platinum is. Platinum vapes. This week we are featuring a really. Cool band. I fucking, I love all of our bands, but I really fucking love. I know these guys are great. They're young and band. they're they're really they're good. They're young and they're wily. They're called Anonymous Phone Call. Explicit content warning. Do you want to hear this? I mean. My lady. It's always about me. Because well, I'm the mother You know, sometimes... Sometimes her highness will say naughty words. Mother trucker. And anonymous we, motherfucking phone call, oh, bitch. See? We don't want your kids to be hearing this kind oh of thing. Oh my god, keep your kids far far away yep. in a land yep. called Neverland. So don't let your kids listen to nope. what also, we are saying. So, don't let your kids do the following because fuck Yes, sakes. I came home from oh. work one day. I found a pineapple sitting on the railing on our front porch. I thought it looked cute. It's cool. It's a pineapple. I don't, I don't buy a pineapples. Real, a real pineapple. I don't buy them either. So... I didn't put it there. You didn't put it there. Hey, whatever it is. So we left it and figured we'd it's figure it out. It's a gift from the goddess. So we figured it out. The pineapple yeah. on the porch. Um, apparently, the pineapple on the porch is a well-known symbol indicating that the people inside the house want to do things with Just other couples. Wait. The people inside the Hold up. That, that, that was what my, does that pineapple mean again? Uh, yeah, it, it means that the people inside the house want to do things with just other couples. Makes, swing makes you a swinger. Dang, dang. A swinger. I never know, knew a, a pineapple on the porch meant you were a motherfucking swinger. So when I found that out, I, I you quickly Googled that shit. removed. Yes, I did. And I quickly please removed. Please tell me you got rid of the pineapple on the porch that no, I put I out there. I it. Okay. Guess what? Wait, you put it? No. What? I didn't? Mm -mm. Oh, my God. If your kids... It wasn't... So I removed the pineapple. It wasn't me. Jesus Christ, really? It wasn't me. You did it, okay. No. Um, I I, didn't know until now that you're a swinger. Well, I was trying to spice shit up, all right? Okay, I get it. If your kid... My notes are all ...or your wife puts a pineapple on the porch... Don't let them listen to us. Why are you waiting until just now to tell me this? Well, I sent you a picture of a pineapple today. I know. I didn't get it. You didn't get it. Yeah, you were at Meyer. I said, Mm -hmm. pineapple, bitch. Uh, Yeah. Okay, I get it now. What? 
So, anyways, you guys, Jesus, we don't have a swinger insurance. Oh my God, there's all kinds of things that come along with that. Oh, your cars okay, are gonna get broken into. Jealousy. People are crazy. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's all kinds of broken to windows. Jesus. Oh, for fuck's we sakes. We certainly don't have insurance so, for yes, any of that kind of stuff. Don't let your children listen to us. And for fuck's sakes, don't put a pineapple on your porch. Don't. Unless do it. you're ready to shake shit up, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Oh, they would. We have a couple of shout outs, just a couple. Crime Divers. I have them on my podcast player. I've listened. They're good. Cool. I like all people crime. Also, Cookies with Tiffany. Tiffany, she has the most delicious cookies. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Guess what happened this week? What happened this week? The goddamn website. Oh, the motherfucking website is done. So, B, if uh, it or were, boo, if it whatever you want to call her. Chadwick, I wouldn't have been able to unfuck all the fuckery I did. Yes, thank you, Chadwick. So now we have our website. It's up. It's rolling. You can go to it, michiganmurdersmusic.com. It's we have a up store on there. Running. We have yep. a store. You guys can buy stuff if you Actually, want to. Actually, I put three buttons that link to our store. It's, and our it's store so fun. has I, like a 20 plus things you can buy. I just like going to the website and looking through it because, you know, it, it's our thing. And I'm very proud of what we've been doing. If you're feeling tipsy like I am. Is that ice clinking in your glass? That's ice clinking in my glass, mama. I meant to say, if Where you're are we feeling going tipsy, tonight? go ahead and. Go oh. on to our website and just put some money forth. Besides we're, cannabis, this we're dealing is the with longest it. thing that I've stuck to. We're not broke, right? but it would be Boo. nice to Did be able to afford things. Did you just hear the words I said? No. I said. Uh, I don't listen to you. <sighs> I know what? you You don't. just talk and talk I know, and talk. And the listeners love that about you. <laughs> this is, I am besides totally- Cannabis. Not meaning that. Anyway, yes. This is the longest thing I have stuck to. You know what's longer I've... than that is that ship that's stuck in the Suez oh! Canal. It's like a quarter mile long and yeah, it's stuck in there. Mm, don't, be careful. Wait, and don't, don't talk mm, about mm, her middle being all heavy. All saggy and stuff. Jesus yeah. H. Christ. Boot, put up the right hand. Oh, uh oh. Yeah, right hand right is up. Hand. Where are we going today? You tell me. We are going to I already Wyoming. There. Yeah, I. This is my hometown. My my stomping grounds. <laughs> I, I literally rode my bicycle all over. <laughs> Your Highness, you we need to stop it. doing that okay. because you're a dick. Let's go. Focus. I grew up in the city of Wyoming, Michigan. He's legitly holding his hand up. And oh, I'm totally pointing to right where it is. I I love that area. Going back there just fills me with nostalgia. Your nuggets get all tingling. Oh, yeah. Tingling. 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 With the Deborah Ranch. We're we're going to visit this area in Wyoming, Michigan. Michigan. But it ends in Benton Township, Berrien County, Michigan. Yep. Who are we talking about? We are talking about Randall Sluter, as I know him from my childhood days, is Randy, the victim of this horrendous crime. Oh, this is so horrendous. There are multiple people, but first we're going to start with Jacob Klimp. Number 231258. Chippewa Correctional Facility. Do you know a thing about Godfrey Street? I do. I feel like we were just there a minute ago. We were just a few days ago. It's by our favorite spot. Uh, Okay, you guys, we have roommates that lived on Godfrey Street. These roommates were Greg Campbell. Not our roommates. They're they're, roommates. They lived on, yeah, these guys are roommates. Mm -hmm. Greg Campbell, Jacob 
Clem. It's a good thing. Sean Iman and (laughs) Jeff DeGabriel. They all lived in a home together in Godfrey Street. Sounds like a fuck ton of fun. Sunday, June 20th, 1998. A group of guys went out drinking. Here is the story of some of their views and testimonials. Greg Campbell says that his roommate went out drinking while he stayed home. When they came home, they were outside drinking with two other men. Jacob began arguing with one of the men, a non-roommate. He says Jacob retrieved a wooden board from the house and then proceeded to hit the man over the head twice. Craig saw the man collapse and then went into the house and went to bed. Oh, my God. How do you, how do you just go to bed yeah. after? Oh, this shit happens all the time, oh, apparently. Somebody yeah. just hit. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Okay, he might have been super drunk, but still, no. So Craig says he didn't see Jacob again that night. Testifies that all men were intoxicated, very intoxicated, I might add. Apparently. Also admits he first lied to the police about the night's events. Yes. And then we have another roommate, Jeff DeGabriel. He was one of the roommates that went to the bar. He went to the attic bar. I am so bummed because I was just in between that time where I didn't hit the attic. Did you ever go to that bar? I went there once. It uh, I wasn't there were some the, good the shows attic. from what I hear. Yeah, Her, I, I, here. I, I actually went to, I think it was, was it called Miller's Cave? I don't the, know. The downstairs part? I'm not really sure. Right before but, I turned 21. But I like, went there and they had like one of those, uh, yeah, a table with the, the sand on it and you slide the pucks back and forth. Oh. It's like bowling for drunk people. But it's- <laughs> It's a shish kebab. It's a two-shoe You table. slide them. Yeah, yeah, they had the, the bar my dad owned. Okay. Oh, neat. Anyways, Jeff is one of the roommates. He went to the attic bar on June 20th with roommate Sean. He met Randy Sluter at the bar. The bar closes around 2, obviously 2. By 2.15, they're like, head him up, move him out. Jeff says that they all walked to the house over on Godfrey Street and they stood outside to have some more drinks Mm. because that's what you got to do, drink, Mm -hmm. because it's enjoyable. In the parking. This, Jeff said, is when Joshua Piper joined the drinking circle outside. An argument ensues between Randy and Joshua, Mm. neither of which live at this house on Godfrey Street. Jeff says this is when Jacob Klimp comes out and asks if there's a problem. I feel like someone said, nah, man, there's no problem. I'm going to make it a problem. And then Jacob pulls a Mary. He's like, motherfucker, I'm going to make a problem. Mm -hmm. Oh, bitch, no, this is not your section to talk. (laughs) Jeff heard two blows and saw Randy fall to the ground. This is when Jeff runs into the house to get away from the situation. So he testifies. As he is going in, he hears Jacob say, take his wallet. Later, Jeff says he looks outside his window and he sees a board on the front steps. And then he kind of stops looking outside the window. But then he he's curious. So he looks outside the window again and he sees Sean, Iman, and Joshua Piper Standing by Jacob's car with Randy's body on the fucking Such ground. A mess. Oh my god. And the next time oh wait, and then he goes back again. The next time he looks out, he hears Jacob closing his car trunk and telling Joshua to get in the goddamn car. At some point he did bust out of the house to grab that board, the board. Yeah. From the steps and put it in his own car, which eventually he puts in the basement, right? And then Jeff just goes to bed like the other dude. Jeff wakes around about noon the next day. Okay, so Jeff wakes up around about noon to see Joshua Piper, who is not a roommate, sleeping on their couch. But he didn't see Jacob Klimp. 
because that night he claimed to see. Oh, oh, this part cracked me up. <sighs> you guys, this part was funny. That night he claimed he sees Sean cleaning blood from the sidewalk porch with a mop. Yeah, right. Can you just see this guy out there just mopping up? The- well, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, don't you use a scrub you brush? You whatever. don't use a mop. Okay. Jeff D. Gabriels testifies that Sean had also left him a note saying this. Jeff, no one came home from the bar with us. I went straight to bed, and there was only you, Jake, Josh, and Craig here. Okay, I, w- I would like to say something about Randall Sluter. Okay. He was a childhood acquaintance of mine. I wouldn't say friend. Not that we were friends. I mean, when you all go to school uh, in a small school yeah, we, together we knew back each other. in the day. We knew each other He's quite a good well. kid from I, what I hear. I, he was. And and I had been over to their house. His older brother was friends with my brother. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. So, How old were you when this? Oh, when he passed, though? Are you guys I, about the same age? Yeah. he. I think Randy was one year older. Than me, I maybe like, two. I feel like this happened when he was. Oh yeah, it's in it's his 30s, in the thirties for sure. Young thirties. Yep. But still. But I knew him, and my parents knew him. It's and, hard, and that's how I found out about this. Is my mom told me about it because she worked at the school. Yes, she did. Well, and, Jeff said, Jeff said all this stuff, right? Uh, Jeff De Gabriel, he's in court and he's testifying about this note that was left but we also hear that jeff had made two statements to the police that he later doesn't remember saying he's probably still drunk both statements were similar to the following randy offered him and sean money to knock off a man named jimmy Jimmy, what the fuck's with the Jimmy? Yeah. Knock him off. Are we on the East Coast? Knock off Jimmy there, hey. Sean had given Randy a code word. I wonder what that is. I don't know. I'm not. What is that? I'm not dying to know. I don't need to die. Sean says. The code word was to be used when the murder needed to be committed. Yeah, but who's murdering who? We don't know. I don't know. This is just the story that Jeff said. The next story is by another roommate, Sean Iman. You story get to starts, tell this one. Yeah. The story starts. Yeah. The same. Vin, vin, vin. <laughs> he went to the attic with roommate Jeff DeGabriels. Yeah, I was just talking about. Mm-hmm. They went to Randy's to drink. I mean, Walked. you got it. The bar closed. You got to go drink some more. Think, things are really close together down there. So they, they walked together. To ding, ding, a ding, house ding, 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 on Godfrey ding, 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 to drink ding, ding. more. Yeah, they were. We understand that, you know. You, you we've you, done it. Mm-hmm. Or this Wednesday. story only differs when he states that Jacob Klemp was outside drinking with them. So, not in the house when he, the argument started. Jacob told Sean that Randy and Joshua fighting. Oh my God! Not Neither cool. Randy nor Joshua live there, right? Right. Fuck! Don't I ask think, me that. Yeah, I think Jesus we're right. Christ! Don't call me Jesus. Sean Christ. sees Jacob. I go- am Mary. I gave birth to Jesus. Bitch. So, so, oh, keep going. L- let me give you a, a quick reminder. The, these are all testimonials by individuals, different individuals. Legit. So you're going to hear the same story again and, and again. Yeah. But they from all different varied people. differently because mm-hmm. all we could find were courtroom documents. So Sean sees Jacob go and get a board and hit Randy on the head twice without warning. Motherfucking just comes up behind him and whack whacks. I'm just picturing I can't Randy. I, I know him as a kid. I can't. It's, it's really difficult to envision this. Even if you didn't know him. 
I know. Oh my god! But I did just, know him. Who just comes Sean out? Sean testified and just whacks that a bitch he twice did with help the board. Move Randy's body to the back of the house. Sean doesn't remember, however, helping Jacob put Randy's body into the trunk. Well, isn't that convenient? Oh, it's totally convenient. Aww. Sean and Jacob get in the car with Jacob driving. Sean assuming that Randy is dead. And then they're going to dispose of his body. They drove, what, 95 miles? Yeah. They were just barely yeah, down by to the border. Berrien County. Yeah, close to Indiana. After daybreak. They find a dirt road near a pond. Where so easy to find in Michigan. Not going to lie. Kind of. They're everywhere. Kind of. Where they left Randy's body. They went back home. He doesn't see Jacob. Sean uses <laughs> the mop. The goddamn mop. Yeah, clean. here it comes up again. I can't envision just a... Is it a... Is it one I of don't those know. sponge mops? Or is it one of those... Who knows? mops? Who uses a mop to clean up blood? Well, these guys are stupid. Oh, my God. There's no question about it. He testifies to being very drunk that evening and could not recall details of what had happened. Sean also testifies Uh. that Jacob Klimp and Joshua Piper were also drunk that night. You know, guys get drunk. I understand that. We get Just don't kill anybody. We may or may not be drunk right he now. Does I'm not, not going to kill you. Oh, I don't get drunk. Shut up. That's I don't you know drink, how to. It's because you drink Natty Light. He does not recall stomping on Randy's head, although there was blood found on his shoes. He does not recall Jacob pouring antifreeze down oh, Randy's mouth. My fucking guy. Oh, but, you know, somehow that got into his mouth, All right. lungs, well, uh, this is Joshua Piper's testimony. Remember, Joshua, not a roommate, he came over to join join him, right? Right. Joshua testifies to having 12 beers. Boo, seriously, when we're at the bar, do you remember how many beers you have? Um, Probably 12. You're a fuck stain. <laughs> what? A fuck stain. <laughs> He testifies to having 12 beers at the attic bar. He went to Jacob Klemp's house to drink with more guys on the sidewalk. Joshua says that Randy was making comments to him to pick a fight. Mm. This is when Joshua goes into the house. This is where stories differ just a little bit. Yeah, different testimonials from different individuals. This is when Joshua goes into the house and he claims to tell Jacob Klemp that Randy is annoying him. (sighs) Jacob, Randy's annoying me. We're all out there drinking. It's two in the morning. Well, you better kill him. You know, you're going to have to go whack him over the head with a board. He's fucking Uh, annoying me. So Joshua goes back outside and Jacob follows him with a motherfucking board in his hand. And he hits Randy twice on the noggin. God damn it. This is so fucked up. Sean and Jacob drag Randy's body back to Jacob's car and apparently... Stomped Randy's head. I'm going to puke right now. Let me have a drink. So hard Hold up. to listen to, to talk about. Can you, do you want to pause it for a second? Nope. Joshua okay. gets into the car. At trial, he denies helping put the body into the trunk. But Joshua, Sean, and Jacob are now in this car, and they're driving south with Randy Sluder's body in the trunk. Joshua claims to have fallen asleep, and when he woke up, they were in a swampy area. Joshua sees different thing at the swamp than the others because, you know, he fell asleep, and he woke up, and he sees Jacob and Sean beating Randy. He was making gurgly noises. He was still very much alive. Absolutely fucking alive. Then he pours... This is my part of the story. Oh, yeah, okay, then you get it. He sees Jacob grab. Oh, mm-hmm. He sees Jacob grab antifreeze out of the trunk, and he's forcing it the down antifreeze Randy's. down Randy's mouth slash throat. This is when Sean oh, 
This is when Sean and Jacob dragged the body to the swamp and dispose of it. At trial, Joshua Piper admits to having been up for at least 24 hours at the event. Cocaine is brought up, but all things are denied of the cocaine at trial and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter if you're coked up, bitch. You don't need to kill somebody. Boo. Yes. This is your story, and I'm not going to butt in. What did Melanie Vanderhoevel say? Vander- <laughs> that, that, that name is very Dutch. Jacob Klemp had a girlfriend. Her name was Melanie Vandenhoevel. At the time, she went to Jacob's house around 2.15 a.m., made mixed booty drinks call. for Jacob and Joshua. Booty, 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 booty I thought you said you'd, you'd keep, you said you'd keep your mouth shut while I was reading my part. Shutting up. Oh, my God. You have to be more louder. You're such a dick. <laughs> You're just... You are being a dick. Do you want to be the next story on my podcast? Oh, oh. And it freezes readily available. I know. I know. We learned something really really crafty today. With Melanie's testimony. Melanie stated that Jacob was already drunk when she had arrived. She leaves the home before the other men arrive to drink outside. I feel like she just came over and was like, I'm going to make you guys a couple of drinks. And then get the F out of there. Dick, you're really drunk. Because boys are. Boys. I'm out. You know, yeah. yeah. She went to pick up Jacob the next day around 10 a.m. to find him sleeping and extremely hungover. Guess what? what? Next, we have Robin Crawford, friend. Oh, Robin. Robin. She's a friend of Jacob's. Robin testified that she went to the attic with Jacob on the night of June 20th. She claims that Jacob only had two and a half mixed drinks <laughs> on any given night. I could not tell you how many drinks I've had my own damn self, let alone yeah, think, what somebody else. I think oh, you have 2.8, not 2.5. Two, you had yeah. two and three quarters of 2.75 lights, yep. and that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. So it's really one natty light. Oh, did I just say that out loud? Anyways, Robin was hanging out at the attic with Jacob until 1.30 a.m. And she busted out. She's like, I'm out. This is not fun. She was not with him the entire evening, nor when all of the men were on the street outside drinking. Robin stated that on June 22nd, Jacob showed up at her house in a car driven by a woman. Jacob came into the house. He asked Robin for money and clothes. She gave it to him because that's what a friend does. And they drove off into the sunset in Mm. Michigan. Now we have Shauna Warden, a friend. Warden? Is it really? Or was she a warden? Okay, Jacob. I don't know because I (laughs) fucking thought Jacob was petition. I know. I thought it was Jacob Clemp. Petitioner. Right. Jacob called Shauna on June 21st, stating that he was a mess. Shauna picked up Jacob and they started heading to South Carolina. On their trip, Jacob made sure to cut his hair and to change the color. Jacob also told Shauna all about the crime and that he had done all that shit. You know, all the shit. Jacob explained to Shauna, his side of the story. <laughs> Jacob said that Sean Eamon had brought Randy to their house, that Randy became belligerent and belligerent? Who assaultive, does that? and that he hit Randy, that he hit Randy with a piece of wood. He went on to tell her that Randy died after Sean stomped his yeah, head. So basically, he deflected. He was like, yeah, I hit him with a piece of wood twice, but Sean ultimately stomped on his head, so it wasn't me. He told Sean that the three of them took Randy's body to a swampy area, which we already know is down in Berrien County. I want you to actually read this next part with the it. They beat it, It. being the body, with sticks and dumped it in the swamp. 
That's how he explained it. It, it. in the swamp. Yep. That's we Randy's body. Beat it. We beat it with sticks and we dumped it in the swamp. Who the motherfuck? Ultimately, the two, Shauna and Jacob, were arrested in South Carolina. Police oh. are doing their police work. So. I like that. You guys, this is what we do know. That there was an argument outside on Godfrey Street. Mm-hmm. Randy was hit on the head two times with a board by Jacob Clamp, right? We know that the medical examiner ruled Randy's death by drowning. Mm. <sighs> this is where Meaning, things get interesting. Oh, this is where it gets gross and mm-hmm. disgusting. And I just know Randy as a kid, so it, okay. it, it's really we hard know to the- envision all this stuff. We know that the medical examiner ruled Randy's death by drowning, meaning he was alive when they put him in that swamp. Mm-hmm. Police found Randy's body on June 22, 1998, in a pond in Benton Township, Berrien County, Michigan, one mile from the Indiana border. 95 motherfucking miles from Wyoming, Michigan. We know that Randy was dragged from the road to the pond. We know this because police saw the fucking drag marks. And there was antifreeze and an antifreeze bottle recovered from the pond. Yeah. Ethylene glycol, a.k.a. antifreeze, was found in Randy's body. And and on the the road. Right where the drag marks started. Human blood stains were found around the house on Godfrey Street. Despite all the mopping that motherfucker did, he managed Mm. to not get all the blood. This doesn't surprise us, does it? Right, you can't. I mean, Jesus. Jesus. You can try. Has his blood on the cross and you you can't scrub it off. Human blood stains were also found on a board that was in the basement mm. you know that board that the one kid ran out and grabbed he ended up taking it from his car and putting it in the basement mm. that's where they found the weapon mm. it was in the closet with mr mustard in a board in um mrs Scarlett's what are you talking about Clue. Did you never play Clue? Oh, I get you. Ford was I get found it. in the basement with Mrs. Dr. Stephen Coley, forensic pathologist, testified that Randy had cuts to his head, bones broken, that were most likely by kicking or stomping. Oh, my fucking God. Randy did not have skull fractures, and those injuries would not have been life threatening. Which means Randy would have he, fucking lived he, if yep. they would have just left him alone after the two hits to his yeah, head. Yeah, but they poured antifreeze down his throat. They did more than that. They stomped it. Ugh. Yeah. I, I am uh, so glad that they're in prison because... Some of them might not be because... Uh, right? Somebody might, might, might have gotten away us. with that. I better oh, start us. carrying a Glock. Wait. The what doctor is, did state clock? that Randy had a lethal amount of alcohol in his system. I don't understand the numerical alcoholic system. I don't either. It says 0.34. I don't. I didn't look that shit up. I'm not okay, really sure so he did have a lethal amount of alcohol in his system, which means you would have had to get your stomach pumped and you probably would have lived he also had ethylene glycol in his system, but hadn't metabolized yet. Right, and so he actually died by drowning. He would have died from the poisoning of the antifreeze had he not drowned. Right. So they they oh, found... He, okay, so... He, he, he was just, a goner, wait, one way or the other. you gotta back that other. up, because you just burped right the fuck out That wasn't loud. a burp, that was a laugh. <laughs> That's the grossest laugh I've ever heard. Not only did they find a bunch of ethylene glycol in Randy's body, antifreeze the jug in the pond by his body, 
Why are you looking at me like that? I'm not looking at you in a certain way. I can they barely see you. You know I wear reading glasses, right? I can't Oh, you're going to have on you. real glasses soon, blind man. We know that Randy died by drowning. We know he got his ass kicked. That if he hadn't drowned, he would have died of poisoning. This sounds like a night of drinking gone Majorly wrong. wrong. Let's mm. talk about sentencings that I could okay. find. Sean Eamon pleaded Eamon. guilty to a second-degree murder minimum of nine years with the sentencing guide scoring of what? What is this? What, I don't know. That's another here? thing we need to look up. This is like some sort of weird guiding scoring of sentencing. I don't understand sentencing. the court thing. Shauna uh, Warden. Oh, would you did charged, you read through all the habeas, corpus, habeas, habeas? Yeah, habeas. yeah, that's a oh thing. Oh my god! What a mess! Trying to get. Oh to, my god! Get Why do they just put a bunch corpus. of stupid, fucking dumb Latin <laughs> language? Shauna Warden charged with accessory after Wait. the fact. She acknowledged that she was testifying pursuant to an agreement where she would be sentenced to probation and no jail time. I understand. I'm just trying to help you, motherfucker. So, Jacob Klimp got life without parole. Are you parole. sure his name isn't Jacob Petitioner? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And that might be why it was really hard First for me degree to find murder, him in the jail system. Yeah, because you were looking up the, the oh, wrong last for name. for Christ's sakes. Mm. What did Jacob Klimp get, boo? He got first-degree murder, sentenced in 1999, living up at the Chippewa County Correctional Facility. Life without parole, Don't ask me where that is. I, did, I actually didn't look it up. You didn't? No. Oh, my God. It's approximately, or exactly, three hours and 46 minutes oh. north, north, north. Oh, it's in the UP. It's in the UP there, guys. Say hey to your folks and, uh, yeah, yeah. say hi to your folks or no. (laughs) Uh, The Google Maps is super hopeful on that time travel time because, hopeful bitches, if you are going up to the UP in the summer, you are not going to get there in three hours and 46 minutes. Unless you do what we did, you like hit the road at, 11 at night. At night, yeah. And there's nobody on the road. Yeah, fuck all those guys. Mm Because you got to go all the way up 131, up north. You better have slept first because you're going to be up all night. Oh, Oh, this little town's so adorable. It's There's a cute little airport, and then there's a prison, and there's a dollar store. Of course. Do you want to go there? I want to go to Nebish Island. It sounds adorable. I've never heard of Nebish Island. It does sound adorable. I didn't even know it existed. We need to go on our, our So they put him in the middle of nowhere. North. Yeah. In a beautiful I'm, spot. Why? Why? Oh. Why up north in the middle of the beautifulness? Why can't we? Oh, I don't know. Put him in Detroit somewhere. You know, you in know, some correctional rebuild facility. rebuild some of those buildings in Detroit and just ship them off there. Mm. I I'm kidding. A kid. Okay. I think I it's time feel like for it should be, okay. a happy ending. Do you know what, though? What? That correctional facility is literally surrounded by the forest. That Not the Manistee like, Forest. Like where we like to but you can, hang out. Wh- oh, yeah. It's I'm going to go camp next. So if he has a little window, he can look out and see beautiful trees. Should I, should I do my That's not fair. No, it's not it's fair. Not. He it, should... You know, if he was wronged, if he did something wrong. Oh, he did. He, he shouldn't this guy have on a beautiful head. view. He shoved. And I feel so bad for Randy. It's, it's horrible. Oh, Just thinking about that. I can't imagine having a childhood friend. Mm-hmm. And you just, ugh. You hear about it. It's, it's horrible. We talk a lot of murder, and it's gross, and it's obviously we feel for all of the peoples. This is just such a sad, you know it's, what? It's, it's a little too close to home. Alcohol. Your Highness, 
You know what? I would like. I would like <gasps> a happy, a happy ending. ending. Oh my god! I know. I love these guys. <gasps> the video. Anonymous I've, phone call. I have watched. I love them. This video. She has. I think maybe because <laughs> it's not quite summertime, and I'm just jonesing to get in oh, the pool, and also. Yeah. I have a lot of cool floaties, but I need to get one of those guitar floaties like they have. Yep. Don't that you? guitar floaty is cool. The French fries floaty is kind of cool too. Yeah. Anonymous. I like your swan floaty. I don't have a swan. Do what? I? I have pe- <laughs> what? What? Wait, I have Pizza Dragon. Oh, oh that's it's what a I'm, unicorn. I that's got a, a unicorn. unicorn for I was thinking Isla swan. Bean. You guys, my pool is a horse trough. Yeah, mm. it's a great pool. Envision that. I love it. Anonymous so let's phone play call. some anonymous they called phone me call. And they let me know I could use them. Yes. And the first time. Thank song, you, guys. You guys. You're a bunch of handsome young men. Uh, they're such cute fantastic babies. Push the button, Max. Uh, first. Wait, when did you start calling me Max? I oh, thought it's I a was... reference to an old surf song. Okay. Yeah. Did I tell you what the first song's name was? It's called One More Mistake. We're going to leave you with a twofer. And the second oh, song is thank you called for doing a twofer. Roses. So One More that. Mistake is my all-time favorite song. It's a great these song. Guys. It's a great video. Here we go. Peace. Beautiful young men. Cheers, boo. Cheers. Get your pipe out, bitch. Tink. Smoke it. It's time to smoke like a motherfucker. You are a five-star all-inclusive resort of heartbreak, and I'm checking in. And it's hard to tell just how long I will stay. The real question is, how long can I stay away? Because in this summer, Continental breakfast of regret and hate And I'm digging in And I won't leave until I've had my fill But the real question is If I ever will Do you like me just enough to keep me guessing Guessing of Stockholm and I'm diving in Now I'm submerged and drowning happily The real question is How happy can I be When my life as I know it now is ending Ending
staircase Trying to build the strength to climb Roses. It's no surprise I ended up here again When all I ever do is whine Been staring out the window, searching for something that's green. But all I see is just this brick wall, and no one else knows what I mean. attention all I get is upset all I do now is nothing and I never leave my bed and I want to let you in but I only let you down
Thank you for choosing Michigan Murders and Music. Please rate the show wherever you listen. Michigan Murders and Music is produced by The Boots. Episodes are researched and written by Your Highness. Edited by Your Highness. Views and opinions are the sole stupidity of us and us alone. Don't blame others, please. Listening to this podcast could quite possibly cause major problems to your earballs and definitely will mess up your kids. Permission has been given to us by the bands and we purchase our music on Bandcamp.com. Support your local music scene and all local music scenes.